リンクスタート先輩先輩 She's a light guy, all these lollies call me Rubbing on her thighs, she stay wet for her Shawty so kawaii and would die for her Ride and watch hentai all the time with What up, weebs, and welcome into another riveting edition of the Anime Senpai Podcast. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone around this glorious world we live in together, there is something happening as I'm sitting here speaking to you right now. Now, no, it's not the changing of time. No, it's not the polar ice capes melting. No, it's not the shift of the tectonic plates or the crazy reality we're all shifting within because of CERN turning on its hydron colliders. No, it is literally changing from season to season. We literally just ended the summer season and entering into the fall season. And I know a lot of people out there are super excited because it means some of their favorite coffee shops, not dropping names, they're not sponsors, are finally releasing some of their favorite pumpkin spice flavors, pumpkin spice lattes, pumpkin spice bread, pumpkin spice toilet paper, pumpkin spice pumpkin. <laughs> I'm excited because not only is the spooky season upon us, is it finally going to cool down a little bit? Because if you're watching us because we're live on TikTok and Twitch, I'm schwitzing my ass off. I'm schwitzing so much, I had to cut my sleeves off of my shirt just to let the air flow a little bit better. But the best part about the transitional spot is we are going into a place now a lot of people have not adventured into. This is now going to be the start and the official first look into the upcoming fall season anime preview. I'm excited. I know a lot of people say springtime is for the lovers. It has some of the greatest, if not some of the best slice of life to ever come out. Also with summertime, some of the best beach scenes, some of your cool shonens come out. Some of the docile laid back ones happen because we're so hot and zesty. We can't also do everything at once. But fall season is where I personally like to say is some of the most slept on upcoming animes because keep in mind, you have to release them before the end of the year if you would like to be in the running for anime of the year as well as the plethora of categories that is within all of 2023. So a lot of the time, even with Hollywood and big movies, the thing people don't realize is sometimes the best movies are released at the end of the year, sometimes on Christmas, sometimes December, November, September, whatever it is, they come out at the end because not only will they have recency biased, but they will also be able to spend the entire year finishing the touches they need to come out and for you to enjoy it. Which is why, again, within the anime world, some of the greatest shows we have ever watched are always in fall time. Just saying. There's also rumors. It is not on the list. But there are people saying that Attack on Titan is also going to be coming out in this fall season. That's just a tease. We'll get into it more, but I had to get you hyped because this, again, is one of my favorite shows to do. So I hope you're all doing well. Welcome in again. Take all of my love, my positivity, and all of my greatness because no matter what life obstacle you are facing, I hope you are able to transcend it, to do more with yourselves, and to further your existence as a person by simply enjoying the moment and watching more anime. So a lot of things have been happening with me, a lot of things within my life because first off, I have to tell you guys this again. 
So I recently got tattooed. A lot of you are aware of it. This was a tattoo I got of Violet Evergarden. It's on the top part of my left arm, right? For everybody who's listening to the podcast, you have no idea what I'm looking at. So go ahead and jump into different places to enjoy it. You could see this on YouTube, Twitch, wherever it may be. I have to shout out a young man who has done some insane work on my arm. And we talked about this yesterday in Shallow Ocean's podcast because I said about tattoos, make sure it's something that means a lot to you because most of the time, people really don't know what they want. A lot of the time, people jump into something because it looks cool. But for myself, the world of anime is not only the best entertainment, platform and market in the world, but it's also one of the most touching and beautiful things ever shown. So I have to go here and shout out a young man who is doing this piece for me, and it's something that we all need to celebrate together. His name is Elijah Va'atete. He is a young upcoming artist. He is literally only 22, 23 years old, a young dude, and he is just starting out in the tattoo world. And I can vouch for him because he's done now two pieces for me. He did the 002 in Sterlitzia, and now he's starting my Violet Evergarden piece. This kid is talented. You can find him on everything. Just look up Elijah Vaatete. He's on Instagram. He also has a TikTok. This kid is is insane. He is nobody right now in the tattoo world. And to know that I can use somewhat of a platform I've built to help him have more of a reach so good people out there can find somebody to benefit himself too. He's the person I want to shout out today. I feel like I want to shout out more people as we move forward with the shows. Shout outs to Elijah. This kid is not only amazing, his work is extremely talented. He deserves to have some love. So shout out to Elijah Vatete again. He is the man of the hour for myself. So now, as we think about the world of anime and everything else going on with it, there's some crazy things that have come to my attention. We've talked about within the recent shows we've done that a lot of new things are coming out, right? The anime world is so oversaturated right now because it is so popular that there are so many things happening at once. The thing is, though, there is something happening within the world of Studio Ghibli that we talked about not that long ago. We literally talked about it probably in last week's podcast, if I go back and look. Miyazaki, there's a man who is probably one of the most talented producers in all of the world. I vouch for Makoto Shinkai because personally, I think the trio that he recently released for us, which is Your Name, Weathering With You, and Suzume, is some of the greatest anime movies we've ever been able to experience. I know a lot of people talk about eating your pancreas, you cannibals. <laughs> there's also a lot of people who talk about Akira. There's even some slept on ones like, what is it? Bloodlust, Vampire Hunter D. The thing is, though, with Studio Ghibli, Ghibli, it is probably, if not arguably, the greatest anime entertainment company for a movie attribute. It is literally the Disney of anime movies. This new movie that's coming out, it is called The Boy and the Heron. Nobody had any idea what it was. There was no promotion. There was nobody even talking about it. There was no ads. There was no sponsorship. Miyazaki literally wanted to have this released with nothing to take away from it. Do you know how incredible that is in today's world to know that somebody out there and a company themselves are able to keep something like this so knit tight and niched and close to home that they never broke silence once do you know how amazing it is to know that since it is finally released in Japan, and as I mentioned on last week, how it is literally, no, two weeks ago, how it is literally one of the greatest, greatest accomplishments to already be within the first four days of release, making more than the entirety of Spirited Away, which won an Academy Award, by the way. 
This is utterly insane. And I thought to myself, how cool would it to be if all of us today could actually watch the trailer together? And I'm going to give you my initial thoughts on it because I have not watched this. I have not sat down and done any research into it outside of just talking about it with you guys a couple weeks ago. It's time we finally watch because it is official. This was only released a few days ago. They have released the final official trailer for everybody out here in the Western societies because in the East side, it's already been released. They've watched it. They've loved it. They're raving about it. Why don't we together sit here and for the first time, not only on Anime Senpai podcast, but probably all of us together see what could be not only his final work, but also his greatest piece ever made. Oh my gosh. Okay. So within just a brief span of a minute and a minute, literally a minute we had to watch that. This is going to be unbelievable. Did you guys see the animation style for the arrow flying just through the air across the ground? This movie, and I mean this when I say this, Miyazaki is about to put us all in for a treat because I remember reading the bio about this and it's talking about the thin and the line that's so like the gray line that's between life and death. This little part that keeps us away from everything and the understanding of what comes after. He is now going the full mile and not only connecting everything, which is the perfect example of what Studio Ghibli already does. The animation, the fun style, the fantasy, the enlightenment of showing you something greater where this is supposed to be about friendship, the life that comes after death and everything. This is probably, if not going to be arguably, his best work yet. I am so excited to see what this man has put together for us. Because if you really think about it, the one thing that always happens within anything, whether it be artistry, music, creativity, Hollywood, movies, you name it, right? It's hard for somebody to continuously outdo themselves when they've already accomplished everything. The thing is, though, and especially here with Miyazaki, the thing is that's so crazy about this as well, is that this show... Every movie that they've done up to this point is going to be something of a stepping stone to this exact moment. I've said this too with all of the movies that we've had so far with Your Name, Weathering With You, and Suzume. Makoto Shinkai, his best movie yet is his newest one. And this has nothing to do with recency bias because that movie is the most concrete and solid thing we have ever seen. And if you're listening to this on the podcast right now, just simply go to YouTube and type in The Boy and the Heron. You'll be able to watch this yourself because I know I can't show it on just the audio side. This is going to be insane. I can arguably say right now, everything he has done, every single movie up to this point is little inspirations and they're going to be the ultimate build to the final masterpiece. Think of it as Gurren Lagan. What is one of the most pivotal things in Gurren Lagan? Jesse, I appreciate you for the roses too on TikTok. In Gurren Lagan, it's the constant upgrading of knowing you can overcome any enemy from every action you have built up to that exact moment. The fighting spirit inside, right? The drill to keep drilling, to keep digging, to never stop. This movie is probably going to be his greatest work yet. And I cannot wait to watch it. Everything about it screams Studio Ghibli. And I cannot wait. This is going to be absolutely insane. 
Oh my gosh, what a pleasure it was to see that. I don't know about you guys, I personally can tell you that as somebody who loves to go to movie theaters, even in today's world where everything is now live streaming and everything is easier to sit at home, I love the movie experience. I know personally, when this comes out for us on the West Coast, uh, the Western societies, we'll be able to go sit in an IMAX theater to watch that. Do you know how exciting that's going to be? Oh my god. My initial reaction is I'm way too excited. My initial thoughts are it's going to be his best work yet. Am I accurate? Probably not. But the fact of the matter is this could be his last movie he ever makes for us. We need to all enjoy it and celebrate it while we can. Oh, what a way to start the fall season, right? What a way to go into the next chapter of anime, but with one of the greatest directors of our time. Super excited. Okay, so now now that we got everything out of the way, I have welcomed you guys all in. I have caught you up on my tattoos healing process, told you about the crazy hotness within my life. I have also told you guys that tonight we are doing something that I would love to do finally on a live setting. We are going to go through the fall 2023 anime season and we're not only going to look at a lot of the shows coming out i'm going to give you my thoughts and tell you guys exactly which shows you need to put on your watch list because like myself there's something we're missing within this anime world and as animes continuously come out there are more and more that are being released and a lot of these ones are not even all the time specifically available on every platform just like a lot of sports world now and stuff within the sporting universe it's really tough to watch your favorite sports teams now because there are certain games on different platforms it's on YouTube it's on Hulu it's on Crunchy whatever it is I don't Crunchy doesn't have those yet but Amazon the fact is the same thing is happening with anime and so I'm very interested to see how this works out. I'm very interested to see if the progression of all these new seasons coming out are truly going to be affected or also even hampered by a lot of this stuff happening. So this is going to be a weird time and a very interesting place. So let's get started and let's finally look at this together. On this list, shout outs to Anime Planet, AnimePlanet.com. Not a sponsor, I just love their site. They do a great job of putting everything in front of you to look at. We can already tell that this season is going to have an insane amount of anime shows. And the craziest part is too, a lot of shows that I'm actually a fan of that I think a lot of people slept on are getting a second, if not third season in this fall season. I'm super excited. And there's even a show in here too that I've mentioned before I pulled out on. I didn't think I would come back to it, but I'm pretty sure it might pull me back, not only just by the cover art itself, but the description of what's supposed to happen in this third season. I thought I was out, but for some reason, I ripped off my shirt. I still have a slave crest. I'm going back to now for me, it probably sounds like, but let's quickly look over the OVAs into the movies, and then we'll go right into all of the animes coming out this upcoming fall season. So now, as we look at the OVAs, it's kind of crazy that I have almost forgotten how much slime has done. Reincarnated as a slime almost impresses me at this point because it's kind of crazy to think about. Slime has done so much. They are literally on the level of My Hero Academia. If you really think about it, they have done such a good job of not only capitalizing on their brand that they've established for themselves within the manga side, the literature side, if not only as well within the anime side, they are constantly not only putting out movies now, but OVAs. I literally went not that long ago with two of my buddies to watch the slime movie in theaters 
it wasn't the best, but it was definitely a fun time. It's like the same thing with My Hero Academia. They put off the one series, the OVAs, and the movies as well. They're capitalizing off their brand, which is incredible. I'm still shocked that this show still finds ways to do more. Shoutouts to them. The show is going to be called, it's an OVA. There's no synopsis yet for it. And it's going to be, that time I got reincarnated as a slime, Coleus Dream. Hmm. Makes you wonder what it could be. Just from the image itself, it looks like it's going to be some kind of a one-off shoot where there's an entirely different setting of story in a different nation that's probably an ally that probably will be connected in canon events. This might be something that actually can tie onto the story's progression, which personally, I liked what Demon Slayer did. I really liked the fact that Mugen Train, they were able to not only make into a movie, but they were able to connect it to the main storyline. And then when you watch these two it was the first few episodes if not i think four or five of them bringing you into the second season i think that was dope i know a lot of people hated on demon slayer for that especially the diehard kimitsu no yaiba fans they were very upset that they had to watch the movie pay for it go home watch it again wait a few weeks to get like the continuous of the story i still think this is going to be something interesting I'm still in. I personally have told you guys before, I'm somebody who isn't a diehard isekai fan anymore. Something about this probably still has me hooked. I'm very interested to see what this is. I'm very interested to see how it plays within the story. If it's canon or if it's something outside, that's going to be fun to watch. Now, there's a couple other ones here that some people may not have heard of. Uh, I know the Idol. So Idol Master. This is like one of those fun pop idol group ones. They have something on the side here. It's a special. They also have this one called Shin. This one caught my eye. This one is called Shin Yarani Ka. And this one is a story that begins with Masaki Michishita. And it's an... Uh, what's it? An ordinary prep school student who is rushing to the bathroom in a park one day. Despite his rush, he spots Taka's, uh, uh, wait, Taka Kazu, Takakazu Abi, and an excitingly handsome auto mechanic sitting on a bench. The two exchange looks, and after Abe utters, <laughs> Can I really say this? I'm probably going to say this. <laughs> Shall we do this? The two begin their encounter. Let's just say that from the picture itself, uh, I wasn't sure this was PG or PG-13 or rated R. I wasn't sure if this was going to be a continuation of... Uh some lewd, some after dark here. But just looking at the picture itself, uh, I think it's worth a thousand words. To just say the least. Uh, be careful. <laughs> my young weebs out there just be careful of this one because ah the picture itself looks a little sus <laughs> can you just imagine a dude sitting on the bench in the middle of a park you're rushing to take the biggest deuce of your life as you're rushing there you look at this dude sitting there unbuttoning the top of his blue collar outfit and he looks at you and he's like yeah <laughs> Dude, this is this is gonna be wild. I have no idea what this is, but from reading this, this is going to get spunky. I've never seen the anime or anything like that. This is gonna get spunky. So I hope y'all are ready. But um, I sure wasn't. But it caught it caught my attention. So. Oh, man. Talk about another one that'll catch your attention. How about we go to Mask Donshi? And this one, <laughs> Sayama is a gloomy guy that wears a mask to school every day. What will happen when bad boy Sakawa attempts to rip it off? <laughs> For some reason, 
I thought spring was for the lovers. It looks like fall time is for the real lovers, dude. This is this is gonna get wild. So already from the OVAs we've looked at, just be ready for somebody to pull off your mask and to uh, Yamate Akodasai. <laughs> Shall we do this? This is wild for some reason. I don't know if it's just me or if I'm becoming more aware of it, but it, it's kind of interesting to think that for some reason, I'm not sure personally how this is going to play out. I'm not sure. Like this is actually interesting to me because for some reason, I'm not sure how a lot of these shows slide under my radar. I'm not sure. Maybe I'm the one that's not paying attention very well. I'm just going to be nice and keep moving forward because there's too much to say. There's too much love going on. I thought it was supposed to be more a top, but okay. Let's move forward now to the movies, okay? Let's now go to the movies themselves. We're going to start with the plethora of movies, and as we count them out, we have a total of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 movies that are going to be coming out in this fall 2023 season. Now, this is interesting because the the first one that catches my eye is the continuation of the Bunny Girl Senpai brand. Now, I have mixed feelings, okay? There is something to be said about your favorite show continuing, right? There's something to be said about your show that's one of the ones that you love. It's You praise about it. It's one of your favorite things of all time. I'm getting to the spot with some shows. I'm not sure I need more. Bunny Girl Senpai is one of those shows I'm not sure if I need more. Because after I watched Bunny Girl Senpai, as I also watched and very thoroughly enjoyed everything that actually happened within Dreaming Girl and the one that's coming with his sister, I think it was like uh, Rascal's Not Dream of Sister going out in the world or whatever it is. How many more do we need from the brand? You know what I'm saying? Like it gets to a spot. <sighs> I'm not sure. And shoutouts to Nine who said, Senpai, you are no longer allowed to talk Bunny Girl after last week's... <laughs> hey, I have justly and respectively said about my Sakura Jima, she is a top-tier waifu, right? Absolutely love her. Everything about her is amazing. The only issue I have with this show again is how much do we need of something, right? I'm somebody who loves more of the plethora of life. I love to have more of an experience and being able to enjoy more things at once, right? I don't know how much I need of this. I'm not sure how much more there is to offer, how much more of the story they can go into depth with, but it seems like there is still more on the top and there's still more to be chewed on the bone. So I'm interested. I'm very interested in this new one. This new one is called Rascal Does Not Dream of a Knapsack Kid. The description for this one is, finally the day of Mai's high school graduation has arrived. While Sakuta eagerly waits for his girlfriend, an elementary schooler who looks exactly like her appears before him. Suspicious and for all the wrong reasons meanwhile sakuta and kaide's father suddenly calls saying that their mother wants to see her daughter she was hospitalized because kaide's condition had been too much for her to bear so what could she possibly want now shout outs to cloverworks they're in production for this one and all the other great ones I might still be in then. After reading that, now I've understood they're trying to tie in probably more of my story. And finally, we're getting the parent aspect from the, the parents of Sakuta and Kaide. 
okay, I might still be in then. Originally, I was just questioning the the whole persona of the anime series themselves and the franchise. How much more of Rascal can we take? I might still be in on this one. This actually sounds interesting. And if it goes any way like I think it will, it's probably going to be not only a heartfelt one, it's probably going to make us cry and feel some type of way. So I'm very excited about that. Now, a couple other movies to look at so we can keep moving forward. A lot of people are really still sleeping on a modern day setting of Gintama. Now, Gintama is probably one of those shows that I know a lot of people have a hard time watching and enjoying. I understand that. I feel it. I get it. I know a lot of people have a hard time with investing in long shows. I'm somebody who has openly said it as well. I'm somebody who doesn't need long shows all the time. I prefer shorter shows. Something about Gintama is probably one of the few shows that has done it truly right. Gintama is one of the funniest shows I've seen. The aspects of how they tie in a lot of social things and pop stars and references. It's a great show. And the fact that there is now going to be a movie in 2D, Gintama on Theater 2D, Baragaki Hen, like this looks insane. And it's a compilation film recapping the Gintama series. Okay, I'm going to say this. If you've ever had a thought about experiencing it, watching it, whatever it may be, this might be for you. This definitely might be something to try. Because think about it too. It's the same thing I've talked about with One Piece, the live adaptation. It is one of those perfect things for somebody, not only outside of anime, to experience on a live adaptation form, but it's the perfect way for somebody to give it a try to see if it's for them. This might be for you. I personally am a ride or die for Gintama. Shout out to the show in this franchise. Very excited about that. There's also a couple more that I noticed that caught my eye right away. A lot of people... I don't know if they're privy to this show. It's My Next Life as a Villainess. Now, this one actually got a lot of nominations when it first came out, I believe in 2022. It also won some awards itself within the Crunchyroll, too. The thing with this show, and it's getting its own movie. The movie is going to be called My Next Life as a Villainess, All Routes Lead to Doom. This movie might be an actual good piece of side commentary in a sense. This might be a good way to enjoy more of the franchise for yourself. Me personally, I never got too far into the series itself because it didn't do it for me personally. Everybody's got a type. Everybody likes their own shows. I gave it a shot though, and I saw why people enjoyed it. Just like the Wonder Egg priority, I think a lot of people didn't give that the respect it deserved as well because it seemed a little bit different. I believe it was Cloverworks as well. This show... I'm all for this movie. I'm all in support of it. I would like them to get some more light because certain shows definitely have to be able to capitalize on the marketplace they have and give their fandom more. I'm all for that one. As well as talking about Ghost in a Shell, Sack 2045, The Last Human. If you have never done yourself the privilege of watching the original Ghost in a Shell movie, it is one of those iconic anime movies that have been around for a long time long, long time. I'm talking about if you ever have the uh, advantage or ability to go on Amazon and to rent it, this franchise, Ghost in the Shell, the movie itself, is probably one of the most iconic forms of starting an anime series franchise and also tying in the cybernetic world and Cybertron with cyberpunk theme of blurring the lines of what our world could possibly become. 
That original movie is so damn good. It's back on those type of uh, time setting where I was talking about with, um, what was it called? Blood Hunter or Bloodlust with um, Vampire Hunter D. These are probably one of the best animes you could watch because it was back when animation was pure. It was full of love. It was all hand-drawn. This movie looks like it's going to be extremely interesting. And as we can see in the cover picture here in the back right corner, it looks like there's a pink-haired waifu with glasses. I'm all about it. You already know your boy's into it. It looks super cool. It almost is giving me like kind of the recap vibes too. And it does say it's a compilation film recapping Ghost in the Shell, the season two series. That's actually pretty badass. I don't know about if this is like an actual thing and maybe I'm just kind of catching on to it. I am all about, and I hope they do this moving forward, movies recapping an entire season. Let's talk about this real quick. Within anime, and within the world of anime itself too, I think there's something we need to keep doing. We have to find a way to keep expanding and to increasing the horizon of what we're doing, which is why, again, I have said, I'm all for live adaptations succeeding. I am all for live adaptations to triumph and to transpire, you could say, into a new category of fandom. That's why I think live adaptations, and now with One Piece succeeding, Hollywood is going to dump in more money. All of these big platforms, Hulu, Crunchyroll, Amazon, they're going to sink money into it, especially Disney too, right? I think, and I don't know if it is already a thing, because again, maybe I just haven't been privy to it, I would love more recap movies. I think it would be awesome, because think about it. What was one of the most successful new movies we had? It's just like I said with Kamitsu no Yaiba, Demon Slayer. They took the beginning of season two and made an entire movie out of it, Mugen Train, and they sold out theaters. They sold out everywhere. How about JJK's movie? I heard that did great. How about One Piece Red, right? I would love for more anime shows, especially the big ones that are doing a good job, to make compilation movies. I think that would be sensational. And they already have the criteria. They have all the stuff they need. They literally have everything in front of them to capitalize on it. I think it's a genius idea. Shoutouts to Ghost in a Shell. And also, shoutouts to any other show that has done it before it. I'm super excited. I did not get to watch season two of Ghost in a Shell. You will catch me watching that movie. So now a few more that are here that definitely caught my eye just from the actual picture themselves and what it looks like they're talking about. This one looked actually interesting just from the cover picture. It's really cool looking. It has like its own special design. It looks like they're in these kind of like survival outfits, maybe something different. There's like a giant ocean, maybe with trash below them. Who knows? Maybe it's it's uh, villages or a society that has collapsed, a big tower in the back with lightning and stuff coming out of it. It's called Kaina of the Great Snow Sea Star Saga. This looks amazing. I personally know nothing about this. I am so intoxicated with my first look. And it's shoutouts to Polygon Pictures. I'm somebody who actually really wants to have more of a setting of like being introduced to something off the fly, right? This cover picture itself looks so interesting. There's so much depth to it. And just like I said with their outfits they're wearing, they look like they're prepared for either a post-apocalyptic or a snow adventure where it's talking about. This looks insane. This looks like something that's gonna have so much depth to it, we're not even gonna know exactly what to expect. And the craziest thing is, I've heard nothing of it. As being somebody who's so plugged in with the whole marketplace of anime, this looks absolutely insane. I love first looks. I love when I'm introduced to something and know nothing about it because then again, I think that's why, shout out to Miyazaki, 
I think the boy and the heron is going to be so good because it's not known. I'm not going to search for any of the Japanese movie now. I'm not going to search for any spoilers. I'm not going to look for anything. I want to be introduced to it purely off of first engagement. This looks interesting. I love anime movies. Give me more of them. Just like shout-outs to Netflix Bubble. I don't know if you guys have went and watched that. It was a Netflix exclusive, and it was so damn good. It was about Tokyo being encompassed by a freaking bubble. What? This looks dope. I'm actually for it and very excited to see more about it, too. And the coolest part is, too, shout-outs to Anna, uh, Anime Planet, by the way, the website we're going through for this 2023 fall season preview. You can go on to here... And they also update things as soon as it becomes available. So there's some shows on here that don't even have a cover picture yet. There's also some movies or bios that like for the whole breakdown of what to expect from it, like a little bio of the show itself or movie, they have nothing there yet. There's no synopsis. That's why it's so cool is because they give you it as soon as they can. So shout out to them again. So a few more movies that look cool. Digimon, of course. Digimon is putting out a new movie. It's called Digimon Adventure 02 The Beginning. We can only assume what's coming next. Because if we look here in the picture that's actually underneath him, the new guy probably under this beam of light, we all know who this is. Is that V-Mom? Is it Gabumon? I'm just saying, there's a thing that kind of gets me a little hot, and we'll see if, how you guys feel about this too. I think Digimon is still very underrated. I still think that Digimon never got the light and the love it truly deserved. I think Digimon is still so slept on, it's kind of sad to know that it's never going to get the love it truly deserves like it's really wild if you think about it right like for some reason though with digimon i don't understand why it still hasn't gotten the light it truly deserves because i know they did really well with their video games i know they did very well with their trading card franchise which is still selling pretty well it just feels like pokemon took over the spotlight and so digimon was like the second fiddle right it's almost like when you see with Yu-Gi-Oh and magic the gathering Yu-Gi-Oh took the spotlight magic was kind of second fiddle to it i still think there's hope for digimon i know digimon is still around i know Digimon is still releasing new video games. This movie actually looks quite interesting. And I would say personally, as somebody who has always been a fan of the Digimon franchise, this looks actually interesting. And I wonder what new beginning it is. Could this movie, Digimon Adventure 02 The Beginning, be a whole new inlook and an insight into a new start series for Digimon? The world may never know. I'm very excited about it. So now a few more movies that I caught my eye. There was this one as well that I was reading a little bit before we started the show today. This one is called uh, Komada. Komada is a whiskey family. Now, if I asked you, have you ever watched an anime based on alcohol? What would you say? I have never watched an anime based on alcohol. <laughs> this actually looks super dope. The cover picture is this young girl. She looks like she's cleaning up in this warehouse and there's these giant massive barrels all around her with these giant racks that they're stacked on top of and it almost looks like whiskey barrels or where they actually let fermenting a different type of alcohol right what's so cool about this one too is the bio and shout outs to pa works that's the studio for this one this movie looks super dope let me read you the bio so it's about a novice editor uh for a web news she's visiting komada distillery for a project on japanese craft whiskey 
I called it. I knew it was about whiskey. Led by a young female president, Rui, who recently took over the family business, the distillery works very hard to reproduce and to keep putting out its signature whiskey, Coma, that they had to stop making years ago. Coma was a brand that Rui's grandfather and father had loving preserved as a symbol of happiness for all. However, not to mention the financial backing, too many clues are missing to revive the whiskey once lost. Rui and her friend now, uh, and the distillery supporters pull together every thread to bring back the whiskey filled with family memories. Okay, again, I'm somebody who has never seen a freaking anime based on whiskey. I'm into it, though. I think this could be an interesting take on something different. Alcohol is one of the biggest things in the world, right next to food and everything else, right? Let's talk about, for example, My Dress Up Darling. How many animes did you actively ever watch that's based on cosplaying? Not many. And guess what? It was the, if not arguably, best anime that season. And it was releasing the same time with Demon Slayer and Attack on Titan, and it was number one in wa uh, weekly watching for a few weeks in a row. I have a feeling, not only is this slept on, I have a feeling this could be a major win for a slice of life in a different setting. Because what do we always talk about, right? We always actively talk about the changing of the world in the setting, right? We always talk about how we want something new. We feel like, personally, isekais, I don't need a vending machine. I need something different or a break entirely. Slice of lives are very hard to keep you integrated with them because a lot of the time it's based in a high school setting and it's about love, right? What about a whiskey company? And this girl who's trying to revive it for her family. I don't know. Maybe I'm just going too far out here. Maybe I'm just somebody who wants something different. I'm in on this. I am all in. This one was called Komato, A Whiskey Family Again. And I'm super excited. I love movies. I love sitting down and watching something new. Shout outs to that one. There's a couple other ones that are coming out as well that look very cool. You can definitely check them out yourself uh, again here if you go over to Anime Planet. Some of them... I've never heard about, but I know that there's a lot of love right now for Spy Family. And one of the ones coming out with not only the continuation of the anime side within this new season, it is called Spy Family, the movie Code White. And just by looking at the picture, you can obviously come to a, I guess you could say, analogy, a reason, or a synopsis, right? Just off the top of our head, we can already assume from the cover picture, not only is Anya doing her thing, not only is Yor looking like she's ready to kill somebody with a spatula, it looks like it's some kind of adventure they're going into that has something to do with snow. Maybe a winter setting, maybe some kind of family adventure where if I had to guess, I'm going to say, and I haven't read the bio or anything, I think it's probably them going on a quote-unquote family vacation, but in doing so, there's actually some kind of mission that Yor has to do or something, right? There's something going on here that I think they're all going to get caught up in. And there's no synopsis yet, so I cannot verify it or not. But shout-outs to Wit Studio and Cloverworks. There is actually a spy family movie coming out. I don't know about you guys, I personally thought Spy Family knocked my shoes out of the park. I was not expecting to be in such love with a show that's based on so many different things, right? So again, let's talk about Spy Family real quick. Did you guys know that Spy Family is literally one of the first 007 agent-like animes that not only added in a comedy aspects, but you had a young character like Anya, who has the telepathic ability to not only read people's minds, but her comedic ability and the way she reacts to things set the, the show to a different level. And I'll say this now, here and now, 
I personally believe if Anya was never created as a character within Spy Family, it would not be as good as it is. I will say it to my dying day. Anya was the perfect character to tie that family together. You have two of the greatest in their professions. One is a freaking uh, a spy and the other one's an assassin. And you bring in this girl that can read. It's just, it's so well done. And all of the elegance, the school, everything they go to. Give me this movie. I will hands down be watching this spy family movie. I think this movie may also, if it can, heighten the show to another level. Because we already know how crazy spy family is. Everybody was about it. Everybody wanted more. And there's already coming more. Plus a movie. Shout outs to them, man. They did it right. That's how you capitalize and give people what they want. Um, and there's freaking 4,000 people that are ready to see this. That's actually amazing. Super excited. Shout outs to spy family. Now... Let's move to the creme de la creme and the main reason we are all here. We are now going to go through the fall 2023 anime season and I'm going to highlight some of the ones that catch my eye, talk about some of the sequels that are coming out, and also maybe put us all onto something we would have not saw if it wasn't for actually this whole podcast itself. So the first one I saw on here that we have to talk about is Berserk of Gluttony. Now, I know what you're thinking. When you see this, you might be thinking to yourself, is it a part of the Berserk franchise? Is this something to do with guts? Is this a whole different thing entirely? Well, just looking at the cover picture for this upcoming show, I can instantly tell you it's definitely going to be something hardcore. It's definitely going to be something that not only looks like it's going to be some kind of a battle scene, but the homie has one of the biggest darkest swords i've seen and shout out to kirito i know he has his own uh, elucidator and all those swords as well this guy looks insane so there is a synopsis here shout outs to acgt the production company that is in charge of berserk of gluttony it is said that fate Barbo- barbatos has never tasted real power born with the magical skill gluttony he constantly hungers in a way that cannot be satisfied or sedated Perfect. So it is nothing to do with the Berserk series itself. This is a completely different show and has been shunned and locked down upon his entire life. One day, while working as a gatekeeper for a noble family and fighting a trespassing thief, he discovers gluttony's true power. When he kills somebody, awesome, we're already starting on the foot of killing somebody, he devours their skills and feeds his gnawing hunger at last. Okay, this is pretty dark. In this grisly realization, fate is awakened to his true potential. How many lives will he feed on to satisfy his hunger? And this, the world, and is the world ready for the frightening warrior he'll become? Okay. Pause. That bio sounds freaking epic. This guy, who's literally named Fate, like the guy is literally fated to be Fate itself, has a power called Gluttony. Almost like which we have seen in what show? Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, as well as what other one we just talked about recently? Reincarnated as a slime. This guy has the ability to eat and suck in the powers to feed that hunger he is never able to quench. 
That almost reminds me of some of the craziest things out there. Just like, for example, I'll use a real live one. Uh, Pirates of Caribbean, right? When they're all cursed with the curse of the, the gold and they can't, they're always hungry, but they can never quench it. This might actually turn into a dark ass anime. I am super excited for this. I have heard nothing about it, but just looking at the cover picture itself and reading the bio, this is on my watch list. I will absolutely give this anime a few episodes to see what it's about because I'm pretty sure, and I don't know about all of you, there's something that's to be said about one episode. Now, I'm not sure if we talked about this before, but there's a lot of people who like to say that if an anime doesn't capture my interest within three episodes, I dip off of it, right? I'll put it to another level. I think if an anime doesn't encompass me or get me excited within one episode, you might lose me. Really think about that. First impressions are so important in life. Whether you're talking to somebody that you're interested in, say romantically, say it's maybe a work profession, it's an interview, you're meeting family for the first time, you're meeting a new friend, whatever it is, you're going somewhere. Those first impressions are very hard to break. And I'm not saying that you can be wrong. I'm not saying that you can be quick to judgment. I'm not saying that it's not even possible to be incorrect about everything. But first impressions are so important. This anime has already got my attention off of a picture, a cover picture, and a bio. I'm absolutely going to give them one episode. And if they capture my attention, I have a feeling I'm going to be on board with this. Do you know what anime from last season did that to me? ZOM 100. ZOM 100 captured my interest in one episode, and it did not disappoint. Make sure you really pay attention to a show that can capture your attention within one episode, because those are the shows that most likely will be the best shows from that season. So shout outs to starting out hot. Jesus Christ, Berserk of Gluttony. I thought it might have been something to do with the Berserk franchise itself, but no, that looks great. Okay, we got to go to this one. The next one in the 2023 fall season of 2023. Uh... Can we just talk about the fact that this cover picture and the show is called a playthrough of a certain Duke's, uh, excuse me, a playthrough of a certain dude's VR MMO life? Okay. Now, what did we just talk about that I needed with shows? What did we just talk about that I need something new on the takes of something like Slice of Life, Isekais? What about the fact they're actually giving me an Isekai that isn't even truly an Isekai? It's based on VRs which is the future. And I'm not sure if you guys have been paying attention. A lot of the world is moving forward with VRs. It's kind of crazy. I am very excited. <laughs> Shout out to Alejandro too. He talked about the Taco Bell ad that was playing. I'm actually super interested in, interested in this because right off the get-go, looking at this uh, the picture, it's a young man sitting on a stone. Basically, it looks like he's preparing a bow and arrow. <clears throat> and next to him is this beautiful princess, all in blue, blue hair. She's got the fox ears. Looks like a Nico. You know, I love my Nikos. Uh, she looks gorgeous. I love her portrayal of her color coordination. It looks very lighthearted. It looks like an adventure-based show. What's really cool, too, here is that this girl that's in the back looks like a warrior your friend and then some kind of like the younger more lolly companion this looks interesting there is a bio and the bio is shout outs to maho films that's the production company a 38 year old tanako daichi's childhood dream of playing a vr mmo has finally come to life i dig this off the first line i dig the fact there is a show that is going to be coming out based on an older guy and finally being able to do something he's been waiting to do for a long time. As he, created, uh, as he creates his character, 
he decides to choose skills that are considered useless by others, since he has no interest in playing like a main character, following the adventures of Daichi as he strives to use his mismatched set of worthless skills to achieve his dream goal of simply being able to enjoy an alternate life in a virtual reality. Okay, I might be on this one as well. The fact is, you have a main character who's not trying to be a main character. Can we really heighten that for a second? How many times have we actually seen somebody in a show, right? Here, I'll block out the ads for you so you guys don't have to worry about it. How many times have we actually talked about a show that does something different? This show already has grabbed my attention. This show already has interest me because not only is it based on a character who doesn't want to be the main character, but he is the main character. Like so many of us in our lives, we don't want to be rich and famous. We don't want to be the most biggest star in the world. We just want to live a good life. That's what this is about. And it's based on a guy in an older setting that is able to accomplish those dreams. I'm all in. I think this is going to be a great ride. I will give it a one watch preview i'll watch one episode i'm somebody who wants something different and wants to find something to enjoy as we go forward this might be it this might be the taste i needed to give me that new take on isekais it's the same thing like overlord and why i like overlord sure it kind of had the sao vibes where this guy was trapped in a video game but guess what it might turn out to be something incredible this looks dope. And I know a lot of people personally who are very interested in the whole world of VR. And I know freaking Zuckerberg's pushing it with Facebook and Meta and X and all this stuff with Elon Musk. This could be a refreshing take on something we've been watching. I'm all in. I don't know about you guys, but I think this could be a winner. Shoutouts to a playthrough of a certain dude's, a certain dude's VR MMO life. Already two for two, I gotta say. Now this next one here, Looked pretty damn cool. It's called A Girl and Her Guard Dog. Shoutouts to Project Number 9. And if you don't know Project Number 9, uh, one anime they have done that I'm a big fan of is uh, Higihori, which is basically, after being rejected, I shaved and took in a high school runaway. So effing dope and not the way you thought it would turn out. It's still a good wholesome show, even though it's a little weird. Uh, let's talk about in this new upcoming season, A Girl and Her Guard Dog. There is a bio, and let's read it together. Isaku never asked to be the daughter of a Yakuza boss. Oh, you already got gangs and I'm interested. But when her parents died in a car accident, and there's already death, shoutouts, that's terrible. When she was five, her gangster grandfather took her in and raised her as a part of the clan. Wow thrown into the mix and didn't even ask for it after years of being avoided by her schoolmates because of her family ties isaku is finally ready to make her high school debut living in a normal life and maybe even finding love oh god you've got me with love look at this until loyal family servant and isaku's dedicated guardian 26 year old kaya kaya what hold on is this about older and younger love is this about something that uh, so many people have issues with? Dear God Almighty, it is a guard dog. <laughs> Enters high school right alongside with her. Hold on, pause. How does a 26-year-old dude get to enter in high school with her? And like, shout-outs to the guy for literally looking into your soul within this cover picture. Like, this guy literally is sitting there looking at you as the sun is setting behind him, looking into your soul, but openly. I'm kind of down. <laughs> 
Hold on. Hold on. Let me defend myself. <laughs> Let me drink some water. <laughs> I know what you're thinking, okay? Um, what? <laughs> what is this and why is this even a thing? Uh, how about we talk about the fact that the story itself seems interesting right and as he enters along high school with her he vows to protect her from all of the above now she gets a chain now she's got a chain smoking pistol wielding knight in shining armor to deal with and navigating her high school besides her what's a young lady to do <laughs> Shout out to my ladies out there. Um, if you have ever wondered if you could be in a high school setting and go back and have this hardcore Yakuza bad boy who's obviously good looking because it's a show, chain smoking, gun wielding, there to help you with every step along life's way, would you take it? <laughs> I'm gonna watch this show. I'm not even, you know, this might be one of those bad disasters for me. This might not even be that great, but there's a thousand four hundred other people who have already thumbs up this thing and it's got five stars out the get go. This might be freaking dope. Is all I'm going to say. Yakuza's have been a new kind of a thing I'm noticing within anime. Like the Husbando. The House Husbando. Which is a comedy based one. Which is super good by the way. This might actually be a wholesome kind of a show. Where this girl that's part of this mob family. Who never wanted to be. It just wants an ordinary, uh, ordinary life. Maybe somehow gets to have that experience. With her knight and sharning smoking gun and wielding armor. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. I think this show looks interesting. I'm actually all for it. I'll give it a one episode watch and see, but by God, they made this man look glorious. And I think they even put birds in the background. You just can't see them. Dear God Almighty. Uh, let's continue with the fall season preview. So some more that are here. There's another show called The 16-Bit Sensational Another Layer. And this one looks quite interesting as well. Let's see who's uh let's see the cover art and see if we think about it. Okay, it looks like another high school setting kind of a show. Interesting character designs. This girl literally looks like the exact image of Kaide, one of the girls in this cover picture. Um, it looks cool, nothing too off-putting, but it's basically called 16-Bit Sensation of Another Layer. So it's probably one of those new slice of lives. Yep, comedy slice of life one. Okay, that could be something to look out for. But I'd like to move away from slice of lives too much and get into the new stuff for this new season. Uh, there's another one here for the new season that's called A Returner's Magic Should Be Special. Okay, interesting. Let's look at the picture. Uh, wow. It looks like a young man who's casting a spell with literal ifrit behind him, a fire demon coming out of hell while he's standing in a snow pit or maybe a volcano. That's a very interesting picture, but there is a bio here. Shoutouts to Arvo Animation. It says, in a time where the shadow world has taken over and most of humanity is wiped out, a party of six heroes arrives and fails to save the world. But magician Desire, 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 Herman, I think it's Desire Herman, is given a second chance when he opens his eyes and finds that he's gone back 13 years in the past. Uh, is this a take on a different show we've all seen before? It's now up to him to gather his party once more and stop the greatest catastrophe in human history. Okay. Now, my initial thoughts on this one, this is actually quite interesting. There is another show we have all watched that is about time traveling as well. And this looks kind of interesting from the take about having to go back 13 years to redo the steps you have done to possibly save the future and all of those within your party. 
that's actually interesting this reminds me i don't know if you guys are knowing the show i'm talking about this reminds me of another one season anime that i've raved about that i think is one of the best ones out there quite interesting I could be down. I could be down. This sounds like it's going to have a very cool twist to it because we already know the outcome, right? Like we know where this is going to go within the series itself, but how do we get there now? And how do you avert the future that's about to happen? I'm interested. I am very interested. Okay. That could be actually on my list as well. Uh, So let's continue. There's another one called Akuma-kun. There is no real bio on that one yet, but the cover picture looks kind of cool. It looks kind of toony. It looks like it has more of like a cartoonish, more like a, uh, I wouldn't know the right way to say it, but it is a Netflix series. It is a Netflix series. It's called Akume-kun, and it almost kind of has like a wizard kind of a look to it. Spell books. This kid looks like a caster, and he kind of has a magician friend that has this like seance underneath of him or some kind of casting circle. It looks interesting. The animation style definitely gives me more of like that kind of... Uh, I'm not sure the right way, but like Nightmare Before Christmas, so I guess a Tim Burton kind of a feel to it. It looks cool. It looks different. I'm very interested to see what that would be about. It is a shonen, and it is based on adventure and monsters. Okay, that one looks pretty cool. Uh, let's continue to the next row now and see if there's anything that stands out. So there's some more uh, Beyblade X. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of Beyblade, but it's basically like those like spinning discs that I remember when as, as a kid people were playing with all the time. There looks like there's a show coming called Beyblade X. Uh, there is a B project third season. So I personally have never been on the B project chain, but I know that this is a big one within like the musical industry and et cetera, et cetera. The cover picture looks really cool. It's showing everybody within it, a lot of idols and music. So if that's your jam, Hey, it's all for you. I know a lot of people like Hola Live, not my jam, but there's a third season coming out. There's also a show here. There's two things coming out that are multiple seasons. So there's Captain Subasa Season 2, Junior Ar- Youth Arc, and there's also Dead Mount What is this? Dead Mount Death Play Part 2. Okay, maybe I have to get back on Part 1. The cover picture of this one looks quite interesting. It looks like some kind of a logo in the background, maybe a guild emblem or something with two guys standing back to back, and it almost looks like some kind of a spellcrafter, a wizardry thing, something like that. There is no bio yet, but shoutouts to Geek Toys. They're the production company. It is a seinen. It's action and fantasy, a person in a strange world. Okay, that actually has my interest because I'm somebody who has found myself more interested in seinen just off the picture itself this looks like it's going to have some kind of an evil twist with maybe their best friends or whatnot kid kind of gives me vibes from assassination classroom but just different colored hair that's one to look out for a couple new ones here as well this one is called bull buster bull buster the animation style is quite interesting and if i had to guess this looks like it's based on probably either electrician or engineering and it literally has in the picture it's like a main character he has almost like a little bit of a scruff to him and it literally says in quotes keep it safe bull buster shout outs to nut <laughs> the production company nuts and there is a bio so let's read this one real quick a young engineer what did i say what did i just say i i I had a feeling it's based on an engineer. I had a feeling just from the cover art. A young engineer named uh, uh, Okino Tsutsuro, who has developed the new robot Bullbuster. I'm sorry, Bullbuster. 
<laughs> is transferred to Hato Industries, a company that exterminates harmful animals. Oh, no. No animals were harmed in the making of this, I hope. Uh, there, the company and its president, Tajima uh, Koji, are up against a mysterious life form named Kyujus. Kyojus, as a small business that is always finding itself short of money, Hato must always account for every expense such as fuel and pilot labor. And of course, missing shots are not tolerated. The company is always stuck between their ideals of Kyuju experiment, uh, extermination and the reality of the economy. Um, this might be a flop. Uh, I'm going to say right now, out of all the animes we've already looked for in this new upcoming fall season... This one might be a flop. And the reason why I say that is this is supposed to be a mecha based show, but I don't know how many people are very excited to watch a show based on engineering. And I'll say why. It just seems to me that most of these shows, and especially things that we, you know, kind of yearn and enjoy as we get older. How many people really want to watch something that's based on a job? You know, like something that's realistic in a sense of engineering. I could be wrong. I really could be wrong. I could be somebody that maybe is just out of the mix personally. I just don't think for myself, I would want to watch a show based on engineering. But then again, it does have the base of economics. And I am somebody who has firmly said and believes truly Spice and Wolf is one of the best shows I've seen. And it's also based in economics. So I will give this one a try. I'm not hopeful though. And there isn't many people who are excited for it as well. It could be a sleeper. It just, it sounds interesting to me. And again, I could be wrong. It looks like an older setting. It looks like an adult show, but we'll see. I'll just say, I'm not sure. Could be a flop, but it's something to look out for. Now, we also have one called Buta no Liver, Wa Kanachiro. And this one looks like it's based on a comedy fantasy. And the picture itself is actually quite cute. It looks like a girl that is maybe a farmer. A blonde haired girl that has a beautiful character design. The sun in the background, wide open green fields. And it looks like a little piggy maybe. Uh, let's see if she's a pig farmer. An unappealing otaku awakens in the body of a pig. And I'm out. Just like that, you lost my interest. See, this is... Pause. Everybody, hold on. This is the issue, okay? This is the issue. Look where we are with isekais now. Reborn as a pig? Guys, what? Oh, I'm losing my mind. Buta no liver wa kanitsushiro. An unappealing otaku awakens in the body of a pig after he passes out while eating raw pig liver. Pig finds himself, he calls himself Pig. Pig finds himself in the company of Jess. Of course, her name is Jess. An innocent girl who can read people's minds, and she accepts him despite his boorish thoughts. Although she does plan to eat him, when Jess is in danger and succumbing to a dark destiny, can Pig save her using only his quick wits, wisdom, and refined sense of smell? Why am I interested in this show? Why am I all of a sudden interested in the show? Oh my God. A guy literally passes out eating pig liver, wakes up as a pig. This girl named Jess can read his mind and knows he has some dirty ass thoughts about her. She's about to meet a dark destiny and this pig is about to save her. <laughs> Shoutouts to Nine, dude. This is, what the fuck is this? 
Let's continue. <laughs> Let's just please continue. Let's get okay. Finally, we can talk about a show that I've been waiting so long to talk about. Goblin Slayer Season 2. Now, the cover picture already shows us... I'm moving past the pig, everybody. I'm moving past the pig. <laughs> Goblin Slayer is one of those shows that will absolutely capture your interest in the first episode. And I mean, it will literally rape it from you. <laughs> it's really crazy. D Goblin Slayer is probably one of those shows I never expected to fall so into it because this show itself is one of those shows I never expected would get a second season, especially after how it ended and also after they gave us that one-shot movie. Goblin Slayer, I am ecstatic and I'm telling you right now, this is the sequel of the year for me. This is the one of the season. Out of every show that I'm going to read for the rest of this podcast with you, Goblin Slayer is the one show I cannot wait for. Out of all the sequels, I never expected Goblin Slayer to get another season. This is a wish from the stars above. This is a birthday gift, a Christmas. It's everything combined in one. This show did it right. It's on a medieval setting. It seems so simple. It doesn't even seem like it should work based on goblins. And they make them look so horrific. They make them look so terrifying. I was invested after episode one. And I was also shook and scared to my core. The fact that there's a season two, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go on par here right now and say this is going to be better than season one. I have a feeling they're going to go wild with this season two. I think they're going to do some crazy stuff. And if you have never had the experience of watching Goblin Slayer, do yourself a favor and go watch that first season. Oh my God. Shoutouts to Linden Films for this production company. And there is a bio. It's fall and the Village's Harvest Festival is underway. I wonder if Holo's there uh, with all the wheat. The adventures spend... The adventurers spend the time in their own ways. Priestess busy with her duties at the temple, high elf archer pouting over a certain turn of events, and dwarf shaman and lizard priest helping with festival preparations. Goblin Slayer also spends the days without incident. But what is lurking behind the, dw <laughs> the dwindling requests of exterminating goblins, his three visitors, and the upcoming festival? Okay, this is going to be one of those slow build ones. This is going to be where it seems like there's nothing to worry about now after everything that happened in season one, and Goblin Slayer is still on edge. He still knows something's going to happen, and then there's going to be a crazy, like, a crazy thing that happens at the festival. I'm talking about like, there's going to be the floors falling or these goblins are going to be rampaging out, capturing everybody. It might get so effing dark. If you guys remember the end of season one, this might get dark really fast. Like this might actually turn very crazy within the first few episodes. I am so ecstatic. I love dark fantasy. I'm so pumped. Goblin Slayer Season 2 is here, and something crazy is going to happen in this festival. Speaking of continuations, and also shows that are getting another season, how about we shout out Girlfriend, Girlfriend, Season 2. Now, I know what you're thinking. Senpai, how could you? How could you ever promote 
the whole epitome of a girlfriend girlfriend a show where this young man is able to accumulate all of these girlfriends and live in a life where they all are this giant harem right well number one it's because it'll never happen to me so that's why i'm actually excited about a show about it and number two this is the actual reason and the way rent a girlfriend should have been but in some reason in rent a girlfriend we got the long drawn out nothing happen this show gets wild real fast if you have been uh lucky enough to watch the first season of girlfriend girlfriend think of it as like your classic harem trope so anything like quintessential quintuplets um domestic girlfriend anything like that this one gets really wild uh, wild really quickly where this young man now has four girls four that are very in love with him very much like him and they may all be connected in a house together etc Let's just say it's for the cultured and you are going to be very ecstatic and excited when you take some time to watch this show. So I personally love the first season. I know it's a little, uh, can be a little, you know, far-fetched for some. Definitely check it out. It's a fun time. I enjoyed it. It's for not the faint of heart, we'll just say, but it's not dirty. (laughs) Speaking of continuations as well, shout outs to my boy, the bok choy hair himself in Dr. Stone. This is Dr. Stone New World Part 2. I have said this before, I will say it again, and I will continue saying this into continuum. Not only was this one of the best intros I've ever seen in an anime, the fact is that I believe his name is Sanji, I could be forgetting his name off the top of my head, uh, Senko, Senko, oh, I'm forgetting. The fact is, this show is so effing dope. I am such a fan of the fact that you gave me a setting of a world where he had to completely rebuild it out of just his intellect and knowledge. This is going to be amazing. And if you have kept up on all the seasons of Dr. Stone, let's just say this newest one, the part two, is going to pay off. The Great War has ended and now the new world has started. It's about to get wild. Do yourself a favor. I don't promote a lot of longer animes, especially one with multiple seasons. This show is it. This show is it. You will love the unique animation style, the character detail, the world building. This show does it right. Shout out to Girlfriend Girlfriend again. (laughs) Shout out to TMS Entertainment for this one too. Now let's continue. There looks like there's a dog one called Dog Signal. We're not going to talk about that. I don't want to waste time on that. There's a new firefighter one called Firefighter Daigo. That looks pretty cool as well. Uh, Another one, Beyond Journey's End. That's by Madhouse. Okay, pause. We got to talk about this one. Um, Freerin? 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 Freerin Beyond Journey's End by Madhouse. And this actually looks super dope it looks like an adventure based show a party of four it looks like there's a healer a swordsman a spellcaster a dwarf this looks like your your most mundane kind of like if you think of an adventurer party something like goblin slayer we just talked about but this is by madhouse so we definitely need to read this real quick elf mage freerin so it's based on the mage and his courageous fellow adventurers have defeated the demon king who would have thought another demon king anime i've never seen one like that and brought peace to the land with the great struggle over they are all going their separate ways to live a quiet life but as an elf freerin nearly immortal will long outlive the rest of her former party how will she come to terms with the mortality of her friends how can she find fulfillment in her own life and can she learn to understand what life means to the humans around her 
Freerin begins a new journey to find the answer. Wow. Okay, pause. This actually seems like a deep ass show. This actually looks like a show that totally changes my perspective of what I thought it was going to be about. This is basically about an elf mage. Priest. I think it was priest, right? Or mage. Yeah, mage. That now that they've accomplished their mission, they're all going to go live their own lives. But she is now having to realize that the mortality of everybody she loves around her, she's going to have to experience. This is one of those real life aspects brought to you in a show. That's why I personally loved so much Josie the Tiger and the Fish, because it talks about the whole thing about people born with disabilities and it puts it in front of you, just like a silent voice talking about people with disabilities, real life issues in anime form. This is a real life issue. This is touching on the attributes of death and the mortality and people around you. This could be an absolute banger. I'm going to go on record and say this right now. This might be the sleeper pick of the season. Oh my God. Freerin. Wow. Oh my. Okay. I love Madhouse. And if you don't know the kind of work Madhouse has done, uh, Hunter Hunter, One Punch Man, Hajime no Ippo, Death Note, Overlord, Parasite, I can go on and on, Monster, Black Lagoon, Hellsing, No Game, No Life. I could keep going, but all I'm going to tell you is this might be the sleeper anime. Everybody who's in here right now to experience this, mark my words, Freerin might be the sleeper pick of the season. Wow. It got Senpai's attention real quick. I'm super down for that. Wow. Okay, let's continue. Uh, A couple more shows that we'll go through here because there's plenty. I'll just highlight some as we go just because it'll take all night if we go through every one one by one. Let's pick the ones that look cool and the ones that I think they'll have some perspective to it. Uh, There's another one called I'm in Love with the Villainess. It almost seems like a turnoff of My Life as a Villainess, the Reborn. I Shall Survive Using Potions, which looks like another adventure-based one. And I am right. This one is, uh, it looks kind of cute. It's uh, So this looks like more like a kid adventure one. Okay, this looks like something wholesome. This looks like a show if you have children yourself or anything. This looks like a show you could put them on. It's called uh, I Shall Survive Using Potions. This looks very cute. Uh, it's produced by Jumadu. And it says, one day the supervisor in charge of watching over Earth was taking care of a distortion when they made a mistake that caused Koro Nagasa to lose her physical body. Not only that, but reincarnating her. You lost me at reincarnating. Okay, let's move on. (laughs) I'm tired of these reincarnations. Let's keep going. Uh, Another one is there's a new Gundam. Shout out to the Gundam fan out there. This is Gundam Build Metaverse. Wow, they're actually taking two big things and combining them together. Shout outs to these new animators and creators. Gundam Build Metaverse. The picture looks quite interesting. Shout out to the design. It has all of the original Gundam look, but it has more of like a mundane modern tie with even some chibi looking designs for some of them as well. Very beautiful character direction. Uh, it's created by Sunrise Beyond, and it looks quite interesting. Maybe something to put on your list if you're a Mecha fan. Now, this one caught my eyes when I was scrolling because you know how I am with my slice of lives. This one, oh God, there's a pink haired girl that looks adorable. Oh my God. Oh, 
Alex hold it together. Uh, it's called Hashikuzu Telepath. This is a story that follows a shy girl named Umika who is afraid of speaking with others and has trouble making friends. One day, a transfer student named Yu appears. As it turns out, she is an alien who can read others' feelings by touching her forehead together with them. Um, I did not expect that turn. But I'm praying it's not my pink-haired girl. I'm assuming the pink-haired girl right here, I'm assuming her name is going to be Umika. And this girl holding like a crazy space rocket, she's probably the alien. Uh, yeah. Did not expect them to tie in aliens to a sane and slice-of-life comedy. But I'm interested. I should have guessed with the telepath. <laughs> okay, let's keep going. So, some more that were on this list that kind of caught my eye. This one's called KamiIrabiGod.app. The picture to it looks quite interesting. The character design almost makes them look like robotic, almost like there's some kind of puppets but it also gives them like their own unique weapons and designs and it almost looks like a zero two in the background the way that the demon kind of looks with the horns it looks pretty damn cool it's called god.app and it looks pretty damn interesting the cover picture itself almost gives me this warped view about reality with these cell phones going into this like parallel universe orb just from that, and it's by UNED, U-N-E-N-D, U-N-D company, production company. This one looks interesting. There's no bio. There's nothing out on it yet, but I'm definitely interested from the cover picture alone. And again, you all know this. I love my waifus. We have to talk about this waifu right here. She stands out. The picture is literally of her. Wow. Uh, let's just say from a unique design with the hair pieces, the necklace, the hair fixture with the blue tint underneath, with the blue almost crop top she's wearing. She's drinking a smoothie. This character design is quite flawless, if I may say. And the name is so long, I'm probably going to butcher it. Let's do it together. <laughs> Kaiken Zumi na Kimito. Kaiken Zero na Ore ga Utsukiyashuru Hanashi. Wow. Ryuto Kashima is a gloomy high school student. Because of a punishment game, he was forced to confess to Runa Shirakawa, a girl from the top of the school cast and admired by everybody. I mean, look at her design. How could she not? They ended up going out for the unexpected reason of, er, I'm free now, so... But Ryuk ends up following and eavesdropping Runa getting confessed by a handsome soccer club member and Runa bringing Ryutu, whom she just started dating, to her own room as a matter of course. They just... They have different friends and ways to have fun. Different is just about everything. And yet, surprised by their difference every day is accepting it, they begin to relate with each other. Okay, this seems like a very base kind of a premise of a super hot girl ends up dating this, this nerdier, not as popular guy. She's supposed to be with this cooler guy, but then using him for the other guy, and then etc. So it seems like a lot of drama. Maybe I'm not into that kind of base because it's a little too much drama for me, but the character design for this main character, the... The female character in this one, the girl, she looks beautiful. Probably one of the best new designs I've seen. And I love the portrayal of how they kind of almost, it gives me, I don't know about all of you, she gives me the heavy vibes of maybe not, but I'm thinking of My Dress Up Darling with Marin. She kind of gives me Marin vibes, but like more of a different type of look, like more of like the 
the more stuck up kind of a lot a vibe because i know marin kind of had more of that like approachable look she looks a little different so shout outs to engi's engi the studio production of this one there's a lot of people excited for it it's a slice of life based romance school show i could be into it i just know she's a beautiful character design so now let's quickly go through some more of the sequels real quick and then we'll come back to do a few more because we might have to do this in two parts there's a lot of shows to talk about so one of the sequels coming up is spy family second season and as we just talked about with the movie i am somebody who is extremely extremely excited to have more of this show there are certain shows that not only capture us as soon as they come out chainsaw man spy family there's so many good shows that they almost feel like we're not going to get more. And I know a lot of the time, a lot of these animes are just to promote more of their franchise for manga sales and everything. I am personally super excited to know that Spy Family is not only going to continue, there is a complete new season we all get to enjoy together. This is going to be sensational. I'm super excited. Anybody who has adventured down Spy Family, you know my thoughts. I love Yor. I think she's a top-tier design character. She's beautifully elegant. She has a cool little ditziness, quirkiness, but a badass design to her too. Forger, everything, even Anya, the dog. It's a great setting. I love the circumference of it. This is a good comedy-based show on action that not only has that kind of an assassin vibe, but also with the spy vibe. This is a perfect show. It's a family-oriented show it's literally 007 family version anime style of wholeness goodness goodness comedy attributes and great top tier animation that's what this show is super excited for it shout outs to them too shout outs to wit studio and cloverworks again their combination for that is absolutely sensational now another picture that absolutely caught my attention is this one this is a such a elegant and beautifully designed picture. I'm talking about the Apothecary Diaries. Now, I hope this has nothing to do with future diaries because then everybody's going to die like everyone get killed. Everybody here on Twitch right now, look at this picture. Tell me this picture, it's color coordination. It's accent on the eyes and the glistening depth within them and also the portrayal of the elegance from her neck to her hands and ratio with face size, this is an absolutely beautifully done cover picture. When I first saw this, when I opened up this website in preparations for the show tonight, that caught my eye so damn fast. That is a beautifully designed character. The whole attribute of this cover picture is elegant. She has this floral, almost headpiece on top of her. These deep blue eyes, this elegant hair that's pulled to the side ponytail with this beautiful necklace that's shimmering with flowers and floral and gold. It looks absolutely captivating. And it's called The Apothecary Diaries. Shout outs to OLM and Toho Animation Studio. Okay, we got to read this bio real quick. In the East is a land ruled by an emperor whose uh, consorts and serve and serving women live in sprawling complexes known as the Hogong, the rear palace. Mao Mao, an unassuming girl raised in the unassuming town by her apothecary father, never imagined the rear palace would have anything to do with her until she was kidnapped and sold into service. I'm sold. Y'all got my attention. I'm absolutely sold. This looks unbelievable. I can't even begin to tell you how excited I am for this. 
Oh my God. Shoutouts to Toho Animation. They've done some of my favorite shows of all time. This is probably going to be another sleeper show. This is probably going to be, dear God, by the story description it has and the animation style for the cover picture, not only do they have the funds to play with, this might be one of the best shows of the season. Oh my gosh. Wow. Okay, let's brush up on a couple more of these uh, side ones here so I don't take too long with you guys. Another one that I'm super excited for, I started the first part, is The Ancient Magus Bride Season 2 Part 2. We're finally getting deeper into the concept of Chisei in this wizard school, getting to see how she's learning, what's going on with Elias, the depth of the story and the characters, her making friends and endeavoring into more of her craft. Absolutely love it. Another one as well that a lot of people tried to put me on because they said she was one of the top tier wife food designs of being a very simplistic on a burnette with brown eyes it's the saints magic power is omnipotent second season so many people have raved about this show if you have never done yourself the service of actually spending time and watching the saints magical powers omnipotent i promise you shout outs to minty and everybody who kept prying for me to watch this this show is it this is full of sequels. This fall season is absolutely bangers of sequels. I'm so excited for this. This show is wholesome, great design, love the character. She's so just organically loving and infectious. This is it. Like, ladies and gentlemen, this is a sequel you need to be on. God, I cannot wait for it. Now, one more sequel I really need to highlight here before we continue. The Rising of the Shield Hero Season 3. I mean this when I say this. I was absolutely disgusted with the start of season two. Most of you know this. The thing that pissed me off the most about Rising of the Shield Hero is that they did not do the due diligence of realizing that the capital gain they got off of season one was more than I think they were expecting, which is why they had to push out a season two with, I think, them even realizing they could have skipped some stuff. So a lot of people were hating on the Promised Neverland season two for being so rushed, as well as skipping some pivotal parts within that second season, like the Gold Pawn arc, which is very important to the storytelling, right? I would say this. There was no reason for a lot of things in season two. There was no reason to start with Turtle Time. You could have brushed that up in one single episode and nobody would have been upset. There is so much this story has to offer. So many questions you left us with that are unanswered. You honestly slapped all of us in the face and I was upset. I took a stand for all the fans that were supportive of Rising of the Shield Hero when there were so many people who told me to F off. This show effed itself. It was sensational what this show did starting off. And that season two was despicable. I'm sure it got better. I'm going to have to go back and finish it now because this season three and what I know is coming, it literally says at the beginning, begin the true rising. This is going to be absolutely unbelievable because now I believe they're going to tie in so much with these other realms and these shifts and these, the whole thing that we were trying to understand is why are these things even happening with these waves? I cannot wait for this season three. And I will say this as being somebody who martyred them in the first season. They have gained enough respect for me to allow me to defend them and to give them one more chance. But I know this is true. And this is something all of us have to remember. It's true when they say, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I will take accountability for this show in season three. And if they wet the bed in season three, shame on me. But I'm telling all of you, I will give it another shot. 
I will absolutely give Shield Hero another shot because I loved Nalfamine Rapsalia. I will give them another shot. Uh, and it says the first episode received an early screening at Anime Expo July 3rd. So hopefully there was some good things to be said about it. I'm very excited. Now, a few more things that are coming up with second seasons, because again, this is a big season for anime with sequels. Another one is the Eminence in Shadow second season. I literally told everybody when this was coming out, do not sleep on this show. I was not wrong. This show not only delivered, this show exceeded my expectations with the depth of the storyline and especially the design that they do for not only the fight scenes, but the character development of the aspects of what they were showing. This show was sensational. Absolutely loved it. Cannot wait for this second season and the continuation of this story because trust me when I say this, if you've never watched this show as well, it's new, it's not that old, you have time. It's going to be coming out this season. Uh, what's really cool about it too is that it has a lot of different attributes of like fantasy, magic, and it is an isekai. I know I try to, d to stay away from them. This one though is again one of those ones that does it right. So if you have not given yourself a chance, I will not spoil anything. I will not say anything. Go do yourself a service and watch it. Another one that's another sequel the faraway paladin now i personally never adventured into the faraway paladin because i again you know how i feel about certain shows but the reincarnation isekais it, it it's a hit or miss for me right now there's a lot of people who have said good things about this show i know it's getting a second season for a reason there is some good things about it too i like the medieval setting i like the adventure guild i personally will just warn you and tell you it's not anything crazily unique. It's a good story from what I'm hearing. It's definitely fun and engaging. Just be careful of how much you invest into it. That's all I'm going to say. Give the first season a chance. If you like it, don't worry about what Senpai says then. Definitely dive into it. Now, a few more before I get out of here with you guys tonight. There's definitely some one-off shows that just from like their description of how they look are very enticing because I like when a show gives you something that makes it stand out from an animation standpoint of the cover picture, right? So I saw this one and I was a little mixed feels about it because I think there's a lot something deeper to it. So now, as you see this picture, it's a beautiful old gentleman. He looks like an older guy. He's got some orange hair to him and a younger girl that's so excited to see him. This is what it's called. My daughter left the nest and returned an S-ranked adventurer. Now, the image itself is quite beautiful. I love the adventure setting. I love the medieval setting. I love wizardry and spells. That's why I fell in love with SAO and all these other stories, right? This is the description, and shout out to Typhoon Graphics for this one. Let's see if this entices you, right? The life of an adventurer isn't always a glamorous one. Belgrieve finds this out the hard way when a deadly encounter robs him of his left and his ability, his, his leg, excuse me, his leg and his ability to pursue his dreams not long after setting off for fame and fortune. But fate isn't finished with this retired adventurer. While gathering her in a wilderness, he discovers an abandoned baby girl and names her Angeline after deciding to raise her as his own. Angeline grows up to become a top-tier adventurer in her own right. Yet after venturing out into the world and making a name for herself, fame, fortune, and power on no, uh, hold no allure for the accomplished S-ranked adventurer, her heartfelt wish is nothing more than to see her father again." Now, this is a powerful show. I've said this before, and I'll say this again before we end the stream. There's so many other shows I didn't get to touch on tonight, but trust me when I say, we'll definitely sprinkle some in as we move forward because the fall season is almost here. 
This is one of the good ones to end on. This is about real life things. Life has other plans for us. And a lot of the time, we have an ideal of what we wish to do with our lives, but the world does something completely different, right? This one is the spitting image of that. This one is actually heartfelt. The fact is this guy had dreams of going to become an adventurer, to do everything he's always wished for and to chase his passion in his heart. But the world had other plans for him and he was taken out before it even started. But guess what happened because of that? If he was never able to suffer like that and to be able to transpire and to move through that, he would have never been in the position to find that girl left alone in the woods. And in doing so, he was able to be the person she needed to become the true top tier adventurer S-Class one. To really make you think that just because you maybe have not accomplished the things you wish for, you might not have been able to rule the world, save the world, be the best, or the, the brightest, or the strongest. What if your role was to be there to help that person accomplish the greatest? If I told you somebody close to you could do everything and more, but they needed your help, but it would sacrifice a little bit of yours, would you do it? This guy didn't have a choice in the matter, but he accomplished it and more. I think this show is gonna be an absolute blast to watch, and it's also gonna be so heartfelt and humbling, I think I'm gonna fall in love with it. Very excited for that too. Gosh, this fall season, there's not only so many continuations coming out there's also so many one-off shows that i'm so excited for like i didn't even get into a lot of these other shows that seem so cool to me there's one called my new boss is goofy there's another one that's called miggy to Do uh, dolly which looks like two twins sitting down there's so many cool shows all you guys have to do is just go to anime uh animeplanet.com and you'll be able to see all of these like there's so many cool shows here's one we'll do one more real quick the kingdoms of ruin this looks insane the cover picture itself is this guy sitting in a futuristic society no shoes on a pen that's like almost like on a those uh what is it feathers like those quills and there's these feathers flying around him these giant ships floating in the distance above him to these beautiful palace city and he's sitting there looking in front of him with his hand in his head and it's called the king Kingdoms of Ruined. This one's by Yokohama Animation Lab. They don't only make tires, they also make animes. And the description for this one, humanity long lived in harmony with witches, but an advanced scientific revo uh, revolution has made the powers of witches unnecessary. Succumbing to the res uh, resentment and fear, the greatest nation in the world begins a brutal witch hunt and eliminates all witches from their land. After being forced to watch his beloved teacher die, Adonis, a witch's apprentice, swears revenge on the empire that took everything away from him. Let's just say this is an eerie depiction of the future of AI robotics technology and where we could be going. And I love the fact that it shows with the advancements of the worlds, those who they used to use to help them are now obsolete. And in recurrence to that, they not only delete all of them, they leave somebody scarred from it. And this young man, which I love his name, Adonis, a god's name almost, is going to seek revenge on those who took advantage of his people. Sign me up. This looks absolutely immaculate. Oh my gosh. 
If you asked me, just off of what we've been able to go through today, if I had to tell you the anime movie I'm the most excited for, I would be lying if I didn't say it was probably the one that's based off of whiskey. If I didn't tell you that, I'm very excited for Komada, a whiskey family. I know most people are excited, just like my shoutouts to Nine in here. Rascal does not dream of a knapsack kid, which I have a feeling this is going to get really deep, really sad, and run my feelings. I'm super pumped for some more of that as well. I just like something new. So if you ask me for my two movies I'm very excited for, definitely the Komada and absolutely Rascal. But if you ask me for not only the sequel that I'm most excited for, which is Goblin Slayer, which we just talked about and I cannot wait for it. The show that I'm going to pick that is going to probably be the sleeper show of not only the season, but probably the best show of this season. I'm going with Freerin Beyond Journey's End. Remember it here, everybody. I think Freerin is going to be the best new anime from this whole season. It seems so good. I'm so excited for that. I'm so excited for that. The next runner-up, I would say, would probably have to be the one we just recently did to end it, but I'm also going to go with Apothecary Diaries. Those are my two. So, okay, three, right? We'll go with three. Apothecary Diaries, that's one of my top three. Freerin Beyond Journey's End, and then also I'm going to go with The Kingdoms of Ruin. Those are the top three new shows I think we should all watch together. And the best part is when they come out and we watch them, we can start every new podcast with us touching on these shows to really get a feel for them to see if they're really all that they're made to be. I will say this, not only was I very excited to go through this and to do it off the fly with everybody, I'm also actually surprised at how much we were able to cover off the fly. Nothing was prepared. I had no idea what I was going to look at. You could tell by me fumbling over some names and <laughs> reading certain things. This is going to be an absolute fun season. My initial thoughts on everything... It seems like we're going to have a plethora amount of continuations, a lot of second and third seasons. Some animes are coming back that I was not expecting. And a lot of these new ones, too, that don't even have to be isekais are actually surprising me. I'm very excited to see how some of these shows play out. I'm very, very excited to see if these new ones that caught my eye past the physical appeal of just like the initial beauty I see, is there substance? Is there depth? Is there a story that's going to complex, like just utterly dis distort me with complexity and just the beauty of the vastness of the world. How's the character development? How are the characters? What world are they going to throw me into? What accomplishments? What climax? What resolution? I cannot wait to finally endeavor into this and really see what this has to offer. I think we are in for an absolute blast. This fall season is going to be amazing. And I also think that, this is my theory, I think that towards the middle end of this fall season, we will get Attack on Titan. I think Attack on Titan will just drop out of nowhere. Probably September. No, I'm going to say November. I think Attack on Titan will come back the end of October, beginning of November. That is my prediction. And we will be able to close out, arguably, depending how it ends, and we will do a full breakdown as an episode. If Attack on Titan ends the way I hope it does... Attack on Titan will take the spot as the best anime ever made. That's insane to say. Oh, man. 
I'm so thankful you guys were here. Thanks to everybody in Twitch. Shoutouts to TikTok for banning me again for another week for who knows what. They always find a reason. And thank you for everybody who continually supports this show. Shoutouts to Devin. Shoutouts to Tim. Shoutouts to all the new Patreon members. Shoutouts to everybody in here who's not only a supporter, who has subbed to the channel, who has supported everything I've done and seen the live organic raw entertainment I can provide by simply just enjoying what I do. You guys are the best. I'm so grateful and thankful you spent a moment of your time. Fall season is almost here. We're almost there. The countdown begins. These shows are going to start. We are going to talk about them sporadically throughout all the new podcasts. And I can't wait to touch on more things with you guys that pop up organically and do not sleep on the boy and the heron. It is going to be arguably his best work yet and possibly his last work. Be excited, guys. I love you so much. Thank you for staying a while and listening and always being present for the podcast. You can catch me live on every major platform, especially Twitch. TikTok isn't always reliable. For some reason, they don't like me on there. But I'm very grateful for all of you. Have a blessed rest of your week. I'm so excited to talk to you guys about more anime the next time we get together. Anime Senpai, out. Oh